Hey there, I'm Renee, a former hot mess shopping addict turned minimalist mindset guru. In three years, I went from totally broke to debt-free minimalist, started a money-generating blog, and healed my marriage while being a homeschooling, stay-at-home mom. And I did most of this with nothing more than a library card and a prayer. Looking back, there is one thing I wish I had had a friend to share the journey with me who actually understood what I was going through. This is my hope for the Unstuffed podcast, to be a place where you can shake off the need to people please and where we can both show up as our authentic selves, even if we're still in yesterday's sweatpants. Think of this as a standing coffee date with an old friend whose only job is to hear you out, hype you up, remind you that you are already enough and doesn't mind if you spike your coffee. As always, let's keep this simple. Life is hard enough. Welcome to the Unstuffed Podcast. Hey there, welcome back to the Unstuffed Podcast. It's me, Renee. Um, Today, I really wanted to talk to you guys more about clothes. Not only because this is where my minimalist journey started, but because I hear from so many of you that this is a major area of struggle as well. So we're not going to be talking about shopping or spending less on clothes or anything like that. What I want to dive into specifically today is if you've got clothes that hate you (laughs) and how to get rid of these, eliminate that stuff from your closet so that you have a better, more peaceful space um, happening because your clothes really matter. They are the things that you put on. They're kind of a representation of yourself to the entire world. So it really, really matters how you feel in your clothing and how your clothing makes you feel about you as well. So I think it is safe to say that we have all done that thing where we maybe put on a few pounds, especially as women, and then keep the two small clothes in our closet because, you know, you don't want to, you don't want to accept your new size. You don't want to accept that you're bigger because it somehow makes you less than worthy or it makes you feel ashamed of yourself. You're determined to get back down to that original size. And there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with wanting to get back to a healthy size. But when we shame ourselves, when we allow ourselves to feel bad about the size that we are, that is only going to keep us living in the cycle of eating bad foods, making bad choices, being sluggish on the couch more often. Because when we feel bad about ourselves, We tend to lean toward those types of activities that are going to keep us um, sediment, you know, is that the right word where we're not moving, you're not being as active and you're not taking as good care of yourself because you don't feel you are worth being taken care of. And that's just not true. First of all, we could dive into the ridiculous rules that society has laid forth for us, especially as women, that our bodies need to look a certain way or we lose our attractiveness, or we lose our worth. Uh, Neither of these things are true. And it's so great to surround yourself with people and belief systems that are reminding you of this every day. And I am so thankful to, you know, have certain women on my Instagram, on my TikTok, on social media that I follow who specifically are working to break down this barrier. So if you are not following those types of creators, 
it's so important to get started right now. I love the bird's papaya on Instagram. You know, she is a beautiful, Sarah is a beautiful woman who openly shares her postpartum body. And it's something that so many women aren't seeing. So, you know, a lot of people are shocked by Sarah's content because it's not something that you normally see. However, it is something that more women need to see because especially after having babies, oh my gosh, our bodies are going to look different. But the media and a lot of social media will have you believe that there is something wrong with you if you have a normal postpartum body. So I love Sarah for that. Um, she's definitely someone I recommend. And I know there are so many more out there. Um, she is just the one that's right on the top of my mind when it comes to this particular topic. Um, you know, and I know we have that fear of admitting that we are a bigger size, first of all. So we hang on to those small sizes and then we see those small sizes. And what do we do? You see them hanging in your closet and you do that thing where you go, oh, you're so gross. You're so pathetic. I can't believe you need to get down. You need to lose weight. You've got to stop eating. You And we just go into this shame spiral of telling ourselves how crappy we are, how unworthy we are, or how much more we have to do, or that we are so gross or losers or whatever unkind, harsh words are coming out of our mouths are not beneficial in any way. But at the same time, I know what it's like to, um, you know, having lost the weight, I'll get rid of the bigger size thinking, oh God, I will never be in that God awful size again, you know, which is just so ridiculous because and then I got right back up to the size and now I'm just comfortably hanging out at one of the sizes that I was desperate to get out of my closet. Um, and isn't that funny? Like, let's just pause and think about that for a second, that we will hang on to small clothes forever and ever and ever so that we can shame ourselves and make ourselves feel bad for not fitting in them. And then if we lose any weight, you're like, we're so quick to get rid of the bigger size because like, oh dear God, I don't ever want to be that size ever again. Um, and in reality, like I said, I have done that and then had to go back and rebuy all of the bigger sizes because I inevitably gained a healthy amount of weight and grew back into the larger sizes that I had. So then we have this inner battle that's like, well, I can't get rid of anything because what if I need it someday? I don't want to have to rebuy my entire wardrobe. Um, and I totally get that. That's why we're going to dive into some potential solutions and way to clear your closet um, and create a new closet if necessary so that the clothes that you are wearing make you feel good. So you're not doing that shame dance in the closet every morning or making yourself feel bad because no one wants to start their day that way and you don't deserve that, my friend. So number one, I want you to look in your closet. Truly, if you want to take me in there right now, let's go. Look in your closet and ask yourself honestly, which clothes make you feel amazing? Which shirt, what pair of pants can you put on and go, oh, these feel good. Whether it's not, you just feel comfortable in your skin or you love the way it looks on you. And if there aren't any, oh, it's time to go do some shopping, you know? Minimalist podcast, I'm telling you, because it is so important how you feel in your clothing because what you wear helps you feel comfortable in your own skin. And that is so important. But if you can find even one single thing in your closet that makes you feel amazing when you put it on, you can use that one item and spiral. Start asking yourself, 
why do I like this thing? Why does it make me feel good? Why do I feel comfortable in it? For me, I love jeans that have a little bit of stretch to them because I have no booty, although I am working on it. I have no booty, so having that stretch kind of helps cling to my no butt. <laughs> um, because when I was younger, my pants just used to hang off and it would really emphasize and like I had like saggy grandpa butt going on. It was not a good look. I love open necked or more form fitting shirts for the most part. Um, you know, those are things that I found and I love my neutral colors. I love um, like librarian open cardigans. Those are some of my favorite things to just throw on and be cozy in, but still looks cute. Uh, take the time to go through and ask yourself what makes you feel great and then start really using that item as a comparison to everything else in your closet. Like everything else doesn't make me feel good when I put it on. Everything else doesn't make me feel this amazing glow. You know, what can I do? How can I add to my closet in a way that I'm gradually shifting my closet to be a place filled with items that make me feel amazing so that when you step into your closet, you are happy to choose an outfit because every single thing in there makes you feel good. And if it's not currently that way, it is time to start eliminating things, especially things um, that you feel ashamed of yourself when you put them on. So I have a quick list of things that you can kind of go through, like eliminating the things that you guilt yourself into keeping. So maybe you spent some money on a shirt or a dress because you loved it. Um, and now you're kind of feeling like, oh, I have to wear it. I have to wear it. I have to wear it. Number one, if you feel good in it, put that damn thing on and wear it. It doesn't matter if you have nowhere to wear it to, whatever it might be, find somewhere to wear it to make excuses to put it on every single day. If you bought something and you're regretting it and you are like, oh, I really should wear it. I just don't really like it. I shouldn't have bought it in the first place. It's time to part with it. You know, we all make mistakes. We all do these things. But if every time you see that shirt or those that pair of pants or that dress or whatever it might be hanging in your closet and it reminds you of your past mistakes or what a failure you are, it's not something that is adding to or benefiting your life in any way. And remember I always say your stuff is meant to serve you, not the other way around. So if there are any of the things that make you uncomfortable, if you have a sweater that maybe looks cute on you, but it's like a turtleneck and it makes you itch every time you put it on. So even though you put it on, you liked it when you tried it on, now it makes you uncomfortable to be in your own skin, get rid of it get rid of it, right? Anything that makes you feel anything less than woohoo when you put it on needs to leave your closet immediately. And then like I said, anything that you don't fit into or wear, especially if it's making you feel bad about your body and going into that shame spiral. These are things that are not helping you. But like I said, I get it. We don't want to get rid of things because we don't want to get to that point where we're having to rebuy stuff. Remember, you can always put them in a tote so you can clear out the stuff you're not sure on. You can clear out the stuff you don't currently fit into, put them in a tote, store them in the basement, get them out of sight, out of mind. Some people don't do this because they think there's really no benefit. You're still keeping them. You still have them there. But the truth is, if you haven't worn them or opened this tote after a year, you have instant access to picking it up, putting it in your car and bringing it to your local donation center. Number one. 
Number two, when you come into your closet, you instantly have less visual clutter. Remember, our brain looks for patterns and recognition. So the less that there is, the less work we have to do, the less energy that is being used up by our brains. And you are no longer having to face that decision fatigue. When we have too many decisions as humans, we become overwhelmed. Have you ever done that thing where you go to a restaurant and you just like keep reading the menu items over and over again? You're like, oh, maybe this, oh, this one sounds good. Too. I don't know. Tom does this all the time and it drives me insane. Um, but we all do it and I get it. It's so difficult when we have so many wonderful things to choose from or so many options. It can be really hard to land on one. So simply by clearing out some of the stuff that is not serving you or is maybe even draining you of your energy so that you have a simpler getting ready process going on can help your morning start so much smoother and can bring an instant higher energy to the entire closet. Remember, at the end of the day, you deserve to feel comfortable in your own skin, and that often means feeling comfortable in your own clothes. This isn't an excuse to go on a major shopping spree, but this is a reason to slow down and become intentional with what is currently hanging in your closet or folded in your drawers. Take the time to do that evaluation where you check out to find the things that absolutely make you feel great, and then get clear about why it is. After that, start eliminating or getting rid of anything that makes you uncomfortable or feeling or makes you feel less than worthy. Like I said, put them in a tote, get them out of there, and then start treating your closet space with a little bit more TLC. If you want more help on this and you haven't already, make sure you check out my free um, one weekend declutter. So it's right in my links at reneebenis.com links. You can click there to get signed up to learn a little bit more about how to become more intentional about decluttering all your spaces, including your closet. So I'm going to leave you today with the reminder that you are so beautiful. You are perfect exactly as you are, and you do not listen to need to listen to anybody else or any silly clothing item, especially that might make you feel anything less than the total amazing goddess that you are. Thank you so much for tuning into the Unstuffed podcast. I'm so glad that you were here. And remember, I love to hear from you guys as well. So please take the time to write a review so that each week I can read one of your reviews live on the air. And if you're not quite ready to be done, don't forget that you can head to reneebenis.com slash links, where you can access some of my free trainings and my free guides. You can also gain access to my programs and my trainings, including mini school. Thank you so much for being here. And remember, keep it simple. Life is complicated enough.